Welcome to the Wildflower Bee Farm Podcast. I'm Hank Sveck. This podcast is about helping you uh, learn and understand the different trials and tribulations of converting a 50-acre farm back to nature and a honeybee sanctuary, and how we struggle to continue to be servant beekeepers. Here's this week's episode. This is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. I'm doing a podcast today, and I thought I would do the video and audio versions. I hope that's okay. Not sure why, but that seems to be a trend today, so I'll put the video on the YouTube channel and the audio on our regular uh, podcast channels. So the I want to give you some updates, tell you what's going on around the farm. Today, surprisingly, we saw two bucks on the farm and I was able to get my camera out in time, take some videos, so it's on the YouTube channel shortly and also it's on our Instagram and all that stuff. And the deer were out eating clover in an area where there used to be canna thistle that we sort of eased out because of our um, clover planting. And we're down about 80% on canna thistle. Now, I love canna thistle, but you know, it, we don't want it to take over everything. And, you know, there's all the weed police thing that I'll talk about because some more information came through with the weed police, which I found quite interesting. The the bees that we split, a little concern, I think one of them did get robbed out. So I did late season splits this week, uh, just four hives to see what would happen. I did them last year and they survived this year. I'm not sure. Uh, we've gotten a lot of rain here. There's wildflowers and clover the clover the red clover we planted is really helping um, and will probably be blooming soon now there's a great deal of debate about a red clover in honeybees because there's some belief that the honeybees can't get down into the flowers for the nectar and pollen but I'm not sure about that I know other pollinators can including the monarch I believe so we have hundreds just thousands of monarchs here now and I I think it's because obviously the milkweed and the habitat so a little update on the um, the weed police stuff. So the the weed police provided their uh, you know sworn statements of uh, <laughs> I, I just I just find it so ridiculous. So here's what happened. So apparently uh, we'll call him the Agent Orange farmer, who's a neighbor adjacent to our property. Now I own that farm for many years. Sold it to this guy. Um, and it had a forest at the back and we had been farming the front part, but there was a really beautiful forest at the back. Of course, as soon as he bought it, he clear cut it, um, you know, agent orange, the whole property. And, uh, now it's a farm. There still is a pond, although we'd like to fill, he would like to fill the pond in. It's full of wildlife and I'm not sure how a person just fills in a pond, but anyway, so to tell you the whole story, um, when we started our project and got into our project, I decided to put a fence around the perimeter of the 50 acres. And he got upset because he had actually been farming some of our property because there was no fence. And when my fence guys were working on the fence, he came out and started yelling at them and all this, that they were putting the fence in the wrong spot. So my guys had to take him down and show him where the actual you know, stakes were for the property boundary and so on. But he's very rude, he's very disrespectful and he's he's a meathead basically. But uh, anyway, so we got through that. I haven't talked to a guy in about, I don't know, 20 years or since I sold him the farm, which would have been, I think, seven or eight years ago. Anyway, he comes, all of a sudden there's a knock on the door. He comes over and he, he starts the conversation with him. What did I ever do to you? And I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, you put a fence up. And I said, well, is the fence on my property? And he goes, yeah, it's on your property. I said, so what's your problem? And that was pretty much the end of the conversation. 
Now, what he ended up doing, which was really, really dumb, is he he didn't he, he basically abandoned a small section of his farm right near our pro- right adjacent to our property. So there's a pond, and there's a bit of land between the pond and our fence, and he just didn't work that up or spray it or anything. Uh, the rest of his soybean field is pristine. There's no weeds. There's no can of thistle. There's nothing. So he waited, I think a couple of years probably, and he called the weed police and said that our farm was threatening his agriculture because look, you could see all this thistle now that was on his property. Well, the reason it was on his property was because he abandoned the land and didn't farm it. But of course, that didn't matter. So that came out in the that came out in the uh, sworn statement of the weed policeman. Uh, a guy named Glassford, who said uh, he had met with the farmers and all of this, and they were concerned and all this crazy stuff. So anyway, now that we have that evidence and a lot of other evidence and videos and all kinds of things, um, we're at the appeal uh, stage where the local, I shouldn't say local, the um, provincial weed police chief guy uh, makes a decision, and then when he says we should cut the weeds, we'll go to divisional court. Because they're not weeds, they're flowers, and you can't go in and cut them now anyway because, as I've said, the time to do that is as we manage it in the spring before anything's blooming and you won't harm the um, other wildflowers and you have a better chance of controlling it if you do it the way we have been doing it. Uh, So we expect that to continue, that battle. The point, it it is kind of sad, though, when you see the, the agent orange farmer who, you know, I know his motivations, and, and it's just it's just sad. It's just so sad. And it's also sad that a, that a little weed policeman who obviously has a short man syndrome and is into power can't, can't pick up a phone and talk to you because um, we have the evidence, um, trust me. Uh, and when people are dishonest and I think they're in a position of power, it's very important to, to see that through. Um, the other part that was at first... I don't, I don't know, and this is a bit different, I guess, but how you react to this kind of thing when someone says, you know, the, the statement I've made is he said, you know, people like you, close quotation marks. He's never, you know, he, he's just appalled. People like me. He kept saying people like you and you people, which I, I was trying to think it through. It's probably not a good thing. Um, but we have that, that evidence, too, and we hope he denies it so that we can... Uh, further push to have him dealt with uh, in the courts. So, um, you know, as we used to say in football, you buckle up your chin straps and you um, you get to live action. And, you, and for us, it's going to divisional court, and we look forward to doing that soon. The farm's absolutely beautiful. The flowers are blooming. The bees are flying. We're at 50 hives. And we'll probably hopefully go into the winter with 40 and hopefully come out with 20. One of the things we're seeing, and I'm not sure if you're seeing it on your, where you have bees, but there is a significant issue with some queens not making it and the bees having a hard time replacing them. So we'll keep an eye on that and keep you posted on future podcasts. So just a final note, if you if you want to help us in our battle with the weed police, and have a look at that video today. Uh, I'll be putting it on YouTube shortly, on our YouTube channel of the deer. Just amazing deer out eating on our farm this morning. Uh, go to our website and pick up some uh, hashtag Thistle Love t-shirts if you can. It supports what we're doing and our legal fees, and uh, we'll keep you posted on how that's going. So I'm Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. You have an amazing week, and we'll talk soon.
Remember to pick up my latest book, What Grandpa Learned from His Honeybees, the little book to be smart with your money and help the environment on Amazon or Audible. Pick it up today.